Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, October 2nd, and we have completed week 39 of 2023. Have you checked out the status match and bonus points offers that the airlines and hotels are promoting? We do all the work of tracking the deals so that you can benefit from these points and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is to visit businesstravel360.com and sign up. Now, let's get to the headlines. The airlines with the most ancillary revenue collected almost $69 billion in 2022, an increase of 51% year-over-year, according to a new report from airline ancillary strategy firm IdeaWorks Company. Ancillary revenue consists of fees for extras such as check bags, amenities like upgraded seats and early boarding, as well as frequent flyer program sales and commissions from sales of non-airline travel services. The 2022 Anxley revenue figure was up nearly $10 billion, 16%, compared with pre-pandemic COVID-19 levels. The top 10 airlines based in Anxley revenue included eight from North America, with the four largest U.S. airlines taking the top four spots. U.S. airlines in June operated fewer flights than they did in May, but the percentage of cancellations spiked according to the U.S. Department of Transportation. Reporting airlines operated nearly 600,000 flights, up 3% year-over-year, but down 2% from May's nearly 613,000 total flights. Cancellations increased 2% of the scheduled flights, up nearly 1% reported in May, but lower than 3% in June 2022. For the first six months of 2023, reporting airlines had a cancellation rate of 1.6%, down from 3.2% in the first half of 2022. The U.S. airlines in June with the lowest rates of canceled flights included Alaska Airlines, Allegiant Air, and Southwest Airlines. Those with the highest rates of cancellations included United Airlines, Frontier Airlines, and JetBlue Airlines. Business travel spending in the Asia-Pacific region is on track to increase 41% year-over-year to nearly $567 billion this year, 92% of pre-pandemic levels in 2019. This is according to a report released by GBTA from its annual business travel outlook. Growth in the region this year also is being driven by the reopening of China and a solid rebound of other major economies in the area, including Japan, South Korea, and Australia. In addition, Singapore, Hong Kong, and Malaysia are also benefiting from rebounding international business travel. This year's increase comes after a slower growth in 2022, when business travel spending in the region was up only 15% year-over-year. By comparison, the rest of the world spending was up 80% year-over-year, according to the report. The report projects continued growth over the next several years with business travel spending in the region reaching $800 billion by the year 2027. The pilot shortage has alleviated over the past year, but it still remains a substantial impediment for U.S. air service, especially in the smaller markets. According to an analysis by consulting firm Oliver Wyman, Pilot availability for North America is approximately 14,000 short of demand, an improvement, though, over last year's shortage of approximately 17,000. 
However, the shortage would be more severe, an additional 6,000 pilots if the regional airlines were flying the same number of planes as they did before the pandemic. U.S. regional aircraft flying, typically connects small and mid-sized markets with airline hubs, has declined 36% from 2019. According to the analysis, 75% of mainline pilots are hired out of the regional sector, with the remainder coming from business aviation and the military. The company estimates that 44% of the regional pilot workforce of 18,000 will get hired at a mainline U.S. airline this year, including a whopping 59% of regional airline captains. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. Car Company 6 is to become one of the key shareholders with chauffeur specialist Blacklane with plans to grow the international footprint for both companies. The initial focus will be growing in North America, which has been identified by the pair as the most important growth market. The sixth investment marks the second closing of Blacklane's Series F funding, providing Blacklane with a significant 1 million euro investment at a valuation roughly 50% higher than the previous one in 2020. In the future, Black Lane chauffeur services will be available via the Six app, and the two companies will leverage Six fleet capabilities and connected services. Through both its B2C app and its B2B partners channels, Hopper will provide access to inventory from both hotel beds and web beds through what it calls a long-term strategic partnership. These deals bring Hopper's total hotel supply to millions of properties, although 65% of its hotel in the U.S. come through direct connections. Spain-based hotel beds offers more than 300,000 properties in 195 destinations, while WebBeds, an Australian-based company, provides more than 430,000 hotels in thousands of destinations around the world. Portugal's Minister of Finance kicked off the long-awaited sale of TAP Air Portugal Thursday with the announcement that the government will sell 51% stake in the state-owned airline to the highest bidder. In addition to the monetary value, the Portuguese government seeks an investor that wants to grow TAP and its Lisbon hub, guarantee jobs, and bring additional flights to secondary markets in the country, including Porto. Air France KLM International Airlines Group, owner of British Airways, Iberia, and other airlines, and the Lufthansa Group have all expressed interest in TAP. British Airways has announced a new co-chair deal with India's largest domestic airline. From October 12th, customers will be able to purchase single-ticket connections from London via Delhi or Mumbai onto eight destinations provided by Indigo. Three new Indian cities will be available through British Airways for the first time. British Airways customers connecting onto Indigo coach share services will benefit from a complimentary in-flight meal and two pieces of check luggage. And now in news of new travel services and improvements. Sports Illustrated has teamed with Travel and Leisure Company to develop a deep roster of resorts. The Sports Illustrated Resorts campuses will star full-service hotels, residential condos, and vacation ownership clubs with sport experiences getting lots of play. College towns in particular are the markets that are being heavily scouted, but the Sports Illustrated brand isn't a one-tool player. Beach resorts will also be in the lineup. Sports Illustrated is the most celebrated name in sport for the last 70 years, and we have created an active lifestyle hotel and resort that will provide a great array of good entertainment and food. This is according to the CEO of the Sports Illustrated Resorts. Tourists to Iceland will soon have to pay more to the country in taxes. The Prime Minister of Iceland said in an interview on Bloomberg that the country will raise its tourism tax. She did not specify when it will go into effect and how much it would cost. We've announced that we're putting increased taxes on tourism in Iceland, according to the Prime Minister. Not high taxes to begin with, but we're talking about city taxes, etc. for people who stay in Iceland. The Prime Minister said that the tax income will go towards environmental projects 
to combat the effects of climate change in the country. Hyatt Hotel said it will shift its strategy in marketing vacation rentals. It plans to launch before the end of the year a short-term vacation rental platform called Homes and Hideaways by the World of Hyatt. To book these vacation rentals, customers will have to be one of the 40 million members of the hotel's loyalty program. The move follows other plays in vacation rentals by major hotel groups, such as Marriott's Homes and Villas by Marriott Bonvoy and Accor's One Fine Stay. Viva Aerobus has announced six new routes to the U.S. from Monterey. A move that follows the long-anticipated U.S. government decision to upgrade Mexico's aviation safety designation to Category One, the ultra-low-cost airline will fly to Austin, Denver, Miami, JFK, Oakland, and Orlando from Monterey, with launch dates ranging from January to July. All but New York, which Viva Aerobus already serves from Mexico City, will be new to its network. The FAA has upgraded Mexico safety ratings early in September after more than two years at Category Two. At that status, Mexico Airlines will prohibit it from adding new cross-border routes. Another hotel giant is targeting the all-new inclusive market. Accor on Tuesday announced all-inclusive collection, a new platform that Accor says will leverage the growing demand of the segment and give consumers and advisors a central place to book all of the company's all-inclusive brands. Accor officially entered the all-inclusive market last year with the launch of a separate collection of all-inclusive properties, but is now launching a platform built specifically for that collection. All the properties under the collection will include food, drinks, activities, and entertainment in the price of the booking. The platform initially will include over 30 resorts from some of Accor's global brands. And now, in some technology news. Starlink has officially passed the 2 million subscriber mark, according to SpaceX. The Low Earth Orbit satellite constellation is supplying broadband internet to more than 60 countries in all seven continents. That means that Starlink added over 500,000 subscribers between May and September of this year. Starlink's website also debuted a new feature sharing stories of Starlink use around the world. It highlights photos of Starlink being used in remote areas like Antarctica, Brazil, and California. Starlink recently signed a deal with satellite operator SES for SES to integrate, sell, and deliver Starlink service, along with its own satellite business and a bundled offering to the cruise market. Delta sees uses for AI in all parts of its business, both internally and consumer-facing, including operations at the airport, in the air, and beyond. On the operations side, the technology is helping to streamline the airline's baggage system by using AI to help baggage transfer drivers think about the sequence of gates that they need to go to to deliver or transfer bags. AI has been useful for identifying weather patterns both on the ground and at altitude. As for customer experience, AI is helping the airline use travel data more effectively. Saber is launching a Saber Upgrade IQ, a artificial-based solution helping airlines optimize their premium cabin inventory. Saber partnered with Hopper to incorporate its bidding platform into the solution, which gives travelers the ability to bid for a seat upgrade at any stage during the pre-travel timeframe, including the booking flow, at check-in, and in the airline's app or via email. The solution also uses artificial intelligence capabilities from Google. Upgrade IQ dynamically prices upgrade offers, recommending the minimum and maximum proposed bid values, along with the starting price for the bid. It can also reissue and revalidate tickets, process payments, and send receipts and confirmations to the traveler. Saber said that during beta testing, Upgrade IQ delivered up to a 20% uplift in incremental upgrade revenue by filling empty seats in premium cabins. And now, in some news about sustainable travel. Spotnana has added a carbon removal offering, 
partnering with a carbon capture provider for purchase offsets. The offering comes via Criterna Group, which has a process to turn wood-based waste into coal, which is permanently stored underground in old mining pits. As such, the process results in a quantifiable amount of carbon being removed from the atmosphere, which Spotnana customers can buy as offsets for carbon emissions as calculated by their preferred partners. Offset certification is provided to customers as a blockchain-based token. Travelport has incorporated Google's travel impact model for flight carbon emissions calculations, which the travel technology company says will provide more consistency across platforms. Travel retailers using Travelport are able to access TIM carbon emissions estimates on flights via the SmartPoint desktop application, TripQuote, and Travelport API suite. They can also compare carbon emissions estimates across airlines at the point of sale, with the TIM estimate taking into consideration such factors as aircraft type, seat configuration, flight distance, and load factor. Travelport joined the Travelers Coalition last year, and Amadeus is also a member. Sabre in June announced that it integrated TIM to show the carbon footprints of flights on its systems as well. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Thank you.